here's the first episode, guys. This is the Business Design Podcast, and I'm Alex Gomez, your host. This is this is exciting. This is, you can't get any more exciting than this. This is fantastic. We're starting something here. We're building something. Today, we're going to talk about strategy. You're probably thinking, oh my gosh, this is, you know, how hard can this be? It's, you know, it's about business, looking at the threats and opportunities, assessing what it can do uh, with to, to win in that space, you know, how, how it goes about delighting its customers and generating value, generating profit, of course. How hard can it be? You're probably saying, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm going to say to you, yeah, it's, it's fascinating how in practice sometimes, especially actually in times of uncertainty, how the strategy can be quite weak or, you know, lacking the, the right level of detail in my view. Uh, sometimes the strategy is strong at the top level, but quite weak when it gets down to execution and, and, and how it gets translated. This is the key here for, for today, how it gets translated to the teams that will execute it. And, and that sometimes is, the, is where it breaks, is, is where things fail. Uh, and I'm not going to fix that in a podcast series, but, but I will try to share some of the best practices I've learned and used to how effectively translate those big statements, those big strategic statements that are meant sometimes you know, to, to rally the troops and to get people excited about what we're about to do in the next couple of years, three, five years. Um, and, and you hear that all the time, right? At the especially at the beginning of the year, you know, when you, you get the, the, the CEO or the, or, the, or the big boss, you go, right, you know, we're going to double the size of the business, guys, you know, by a certain, by a number, you know, by, by a certain year, we're going to move from being a wholesaler to a D2C, a direct-to-consumer business in three years. And our net promoter score, we're going to, you know, we're going to move that from minus 30 <laughs> to that's quite impossible, but from say from 30 to 80, you know, people are going to love us. Our employees are going to love us in the next three years. By the way, these are just, these are just examples. <laughs> They're not particular to any organization. We've all heard them. We've all seen them. You know, I've, you know, I haven't been in this game for, for uh, like a, a century, but I've been here long enough to know that these, these things happen in, in pretty much every organization. In my view, and I'd be interested to know what you think. In, in this in this space, because in my view, successful organizations are the ones who who take a different approach to to strategy, and they 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 adopt a, a more kind of uh, methodical way. So method being the the key there. Uh, but usually, approaching it in a methodical way is much more efficient, right? Yes, there's some merit here, right, in just growing organically and frantically, especially when an organization is quite young. Uh, for for the first few years, it's it's absolutely normal to just grow, and probably without the resources and without the structure that bigger organizations will have. Um, and that, at the end of the day, it's a choice, and it's an okay choice. There's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with it. But there is a time and a place where it starts to become inefficient and costly to just carry on growing that way. So usually approaching in a methodical way is, is much more efficient as what I'm saying. And then the key word here is, is that method. And, and as opposed to just kind of pointing shooting that worked for many years at the beginning of, the, of its life, you know, the organization at one point has to choose to apply a method to, to how it delivers on its uh, strategies. That's my view. And I'll be, be very interested to, to hear what you think, what has worked for you, what you experienced, and, and you know, is there a different way? I mean, I'm only highlighting here two ways right, of growing and, and achieving a strategy. Is there is there a third? I'm not sure. Is there a fourth? 
who knows uh be great to, to hear from you and see what you think but so in my view applying some good uh business architecture concepts to how you deliver change how you spot the opportunities to improve the the operating model uh to then deliver on that strategy uh is 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 what i believe in and it is when i say operating model by the way i'm explicitly saying the entire business and i mean including its ecosystems of you know ecosystem of clients locations uh your your partners and how you deal with how you how you operate within those partners um you know those strategic partnerships that you have they're so key because you know an organization a modern organization will rely very much on partners outside of its own control so it's it's an it's a key part and 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 a part that's sort of a part of the organization operating model that sometimes gets put to a side or given less priority but more and more i'm seeing that that's actually being given quite a lot of a lot of time for by the way i think this would be great you know i'm already kind of my brain is going i've only written so much that 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 will cover you know the first few episodes but i'm thinking you know i'm going to start bringing bringing people to to this you know calling people that that have operated in different industries getting opinions getting great people who worked in in consultancies people who worked within the business getting those ideas getting those debates going on i think it'll be really good i haven't actually seen anything like this um out there so i'll be keen to uh, see how how well we do and hopefully uh, when we get to a point where i'm using proper gear you know got got a sound system that doesn't really echo like this you know it would be, be great to get to a point where it's even better quality so yeah so in my career you know the, the theory is really important but in in business and in life too actions are just that much important and you know simplicity and that's my approach you know I, I like to simplify things in the way we go about delivering a message painting that picture the future state you know when we're trying to sell what's going to happen where we're going to be in a few years the view of, of that uh, organization in the future how its customers will feel when we get there all of those ways of simplifying complex ideas can, can really go a long way in delivering complex outcomes in delivering big change uh, or just you know sometimes just working with uh, within complex organizations uh, and there's some great tools and techniques and ways of approaching things you know systems thinking there's you know wardly maps there's all sorts of different tools that we can use connecting frameworks things to kind of simplify um concepts you know kind of giving us a, a, to give us a little bit more situation awareness before we go about defining a strategy or not not before but sometimes as part of defining of defining that strategy you use some of these tools and techniques and it's just you know it's just different tools different ways of approaching things and i think that these are great to try to see you know can you adapt those things to where you are and in my my view is yes you know that there there are time and place for everything but it's good to kind of look at a broader horizon when it comes to ways of delivering delivering a strategic piece of work or defining what, what you're going to do in the next uh, few years so we're going to talk about things like an oper operating model design a business architecture concepts uh, you know as i said you know defining the strategy using things like business capabilities value stream models and and those new ways that i just mentioned like using worldly maps and kinetic frameworks and i'll be opening up to to your questions to see you know what suggestions you have and what successes you've had in using even new things that i haven't used before you know let's make this an interactive experience and try and, and kind of have a, a, a useful experience where we can learn from each other i think that's kind of you know where i'm i'm not 
I like to, to open this up so, so that we share from each other and we hear from each other and um, ultimately learn, right? That, that's, that's what it's all about. All right. So let me start with a bit of a romantic take on the subject of strategy. Bear with me on this one, okay? And I know this is, this is just a theory, but imagine for a second that the pyramids, the positions where they built were defined based on the Orion constellation alignment. That is one of the theories out there that I, I just love the theory. Of, of that being the case I know that you know even if that's that's not what actually happened I think I still like the the concept right? there are well-documented arguments as to how that perfect match that I'm thinking happened uh, may never have occurred there's enough evidence of it actually just being a lot of um well I won't swear here but you know what I mean but my Latino blood <laughs> influences me so much that I prefer to romanticize it I just, that's just how, how, how I like to kind of to use that as, a, as an idea, as a concept. And I just love that story, you know, even, even, even if the fact is, is, is not what happened. The intriguing point, though, for me is, is that those structures were built by people living a heck of a long time ago, right? That they were done hundreds and hundreds of years ago. So it's mind boggling for me to, to just try to understand how they've done that without the modern technology that we've got today, that we enjoy today. But it was done. It was done with precision, right? You can read about the stuff. It's incredible precision how, how they were done and and just the, the sheer size of it. And it was done with intent. It was done based on a strategy, right? Someone dreamed that up initially. Someone did do that, right? I'm not sure it passed from generation to generation, but initially someone came up with the idea and it was built. And that to me is just beautiful. And that's to me, you know, is, is a clear, there's a, there's a clear relationship here between that successful delivery of, you know, that building or that structure, those structures and a successful business. Um, I think that's just beautiful. Right. Back to reality a little bit here. If we can achieve these amazing things collectively, how is it so challenging sometimes just to get a handful of people, right? I'm talking five, six individuals sometimes at the top level of an organization just to get them to align. I think that's just as mind boggling sometimes, you know, as, as I indicated in, in the previous sort of teaser article or, or teaser episode, there are many reasons for this. I think, you know, and I'm going to try my, my heart, my hardest here, not to, not to lose the audience because yeah, in case the pyramids hasn't baffled you enough, <laughs> that's just, I just want to, want to try and raise your curiosity a little bit here, you know, within each of us to understand the key reasons. Why is it a challenge in so many businesses to, to guess, you know, a handful of people to align? And I believe, and I'm, I'd love to hear what you think, but I believe that, you know, quite often this comes down to extremely strong leadership. I know, I know what you're saying. I know you're probably thinking here, hang on. Did you just say strong leadership is a problem? What's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with strong leadership. In fact, these organizations clearly got quite far because of, of that strong leadership. But there is, in my view, a point in an organization's life cycle when strong leadership gets in the way because it's just relying on it alone. So what I'm saying is not a problem. It's just saying it by itself uh, is not enough for, for success. A structured approach to adapt and change is, is what's needed, uh, in my view, as well as strong leadership. And this is when, you know, the, the leaders of that organization you know, have to align, just like the stars we we're talking about. But in, in this series of articles, in this series of episodes, 
this is what I want to kind of get to the point of there are clear benefits in adopting method to to achieve that alignment. And I want to sort of use the the, the theories and the the models, the the things that, that we use in in a in a practical way so that we're not kind of stuck in in just the theory. Yeah, Alex, that's great, but what does that mean in a real in the real world? And I want to use things that I've applied successfully. And we'll, we, you know, we'll go through those things and share that in more detail uh, in, in the next few episodes. So sticking to that star alignment analogy, this strong leadership found in you know, pretty much every organization will provide at least one general direction, right? The, the true north or a north star, if you like. Every, every organization will have, okay, we, we're going to go after this one thing or, or these couple of things in, in, in our space. We want to expand in a certain region, you know, that's usually a North Star, you know, what we want to reduce one channel and grow another channel. We want to launch a product uh, in a new category or, or create a complete new category uh, by, by releasing a product in that space. There are many North Stars that businesses can use to pivot or, or, or to grow into. The issue I, I highlight here is, is that within an organization, there are naturally different types of humans. <laughs> We're all just people and, and that's the, that's the problem I'm trying to highlight here they will read that North Star differently to other people and and that's just how we are I'm afraid you know we gotta we gotta deal with that we're different and that's that's great nothing wrong with that we you know if we're all the same it'll be a boring place albeit with good intentions aha uh -huh, you know people will follow their own instincts their their own drivers their own motivations and the result is usually you know the the usual hit and miss that you get uh, of success in, in an area, but failures in others within the same organization, which would cause the, the original intent at the top to fail and for trust in the leadership to, to be lost amongst the employees, you know, with that, that will start to diminish because you get success and failure in, in the same place and people will just start just politics and, you know, it's just, it's just horrible, right? And what I propose, is that we, people in business design and people in architecture, you start to provide the glue between those leaders to, to ensure that the North Star translation is consistent across the different parts of the business. And that's, that's for me, is where the magic is. You know, as, as you get to know me and my approach, you will get to, to learn that, you know, the tools and techniques I use to help, they're not new, but it's that stitching together that consistent translation of the strategy, that North Star, uh, for me is, is, is how, I, how we go about influencing people within different parts of the business to get to the same place, right? They, they may be different, but let's make sure that they are aligned, that things are being delivered, for example, in a, in a not just in a consistent way, in a, using a consistent method, but in, a, in the right order. Sometimes there's nothing wrong with the approach that leader stake in the business they're going, they're going right i know my north star and they're going i know what i need to do i don't need anyone else to tell me what to do i'm a leader in my space i'm going to do it in my way but the problem is and <laughs> this is this is the the irony they will do it so well in their own way that they will forget to kind of consider okay hang on i've just delivered a an erp platform i just delivered a a new uh, marketing platform i just delivered a new digital front end you know what's what, what have i done wrong and you go well hang on but you didn't consider you didn't consider x y or z right so in an erp you didn't consider marketing or if you're talking to marketing you didn't consider the erp there's all these things that, as an example that, that will happen 
you know how how you react to change sometimes it's it's not just the order in which change is delivered but sometimes there are things that are outside of the organization's control that impact hasn't really been done holistically and that glue wasn't there so you know a new could be a, a new competitor or a merger and acquisition things that will sometimes happen that doesn't include everyone and then because of that lack of stitching will cause problems in how that change is then delivered so for me there's a lot to cover and lots of things to share uh, but i want to kind of get us going just just throw that strategic intent and, and then for today's just just kind of have us thinking about how we leaders in this space, uh, business architects, enterprise architects, uh, strategy, Tom, sort of target operating model designers, how can we start to provide that glue between each areas of the business so that those leaders can achieve the change that they want, but in a consistent, methodical way. So for now, let me know in the comments, uh, or if you're just listening to this, let me know by contacting me via the website. But let me know your challenges, you know, that you faced in your organization when you, when it comes to alignment. Right? Today's, today's message is, you know, how do you achieve alignment? And how many North Stars do you have? <laughs> how many true Norths or, or how many, you know, kind of strategic papers and, and, and kind of strategic direction in the next three to five years? How many have you seen? How many kind of those things have you seen delivered uh, and experienced true alignment uh, you know have you ever seen that and then what happened what was that like and uh, what, what were the best things about it was it ever like that or did you have to get to that point you know and, and what did you have to change it'd be great to, to hear from you your experiences in this in this space where you know how you helped how you helped a business align uh, at the strategic level so Appreciate you listening in, uh, watching me if you're watching this on YouTube. My website is alexgtech.com. So have have a look around. I'll put the I'll put the link anyway in, in the podcast and on YouTube channel. And I'll see you in the next one. Looking forward to it. Cheers guys.